Uh, you got there. this. There. We now got we this. got it. Okay, it's only been a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been a year. Um, so anyway, what are we about? What is Taste Life Nutrition Radio about? Well, we're about everything health and wellness, but that's so broad, right? And we want to bring to you goodness and truth. And really, that's the key. We want to bring to you the truth because there's so much confusion and misinformation out there, whether it's about our physical health, our mental and emotional health, our nutrition, what our bodies need, what they don't need, you know, what's good for us, what's not good for us. And so that's what this show is. And we want to have a ton of fun, too. And we want to, you know, bring goodness. We want to bring truth. We want to bring light. Um, and so when I, when I have people on the show with me, they're people who I know are all of those things. They're good. They bring light to the world. They're amazing at what they do. And so today we have Matt Lowe. So Matt Lowe is a great friend. Um, I actually met you right as I was starting my business mm-hmm. six and a half years ago. Has it really been that long? <laughs> wow. Yeah. We were trying to figure this out earlier mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I think it's been like four. But no, it's no, been longer than that. It has. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Um, and I believe one of the things, too, and I have this written in my notes here because this is another thing, all of these thoughts, these thoughts going in my going around in my head is I also like to surround my pe- myself with people who are happy people. And we're in a place where we have to be the happy warriors. That's it. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think it's really important. I believe Matt is one of those people. Matt is a serial entrepreneur. And I love this about him because I learned from him. Um, he's learned so much, and so I kind of, you know, ride on his coattails a little bit sometimes, I think. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's, what I do. I know. It's amazing. So um, before we get too deep into it, um, I want to – let's talk about gratitude. It's how we always start the show because yeah, we it. want to – again, we always want to bring the good. We want to bring light. We want to just be positive even when things can be tough. Life is tough. Life is not easy. Never has been. Nope. Never will be. Nope. But there's so many amazing things to be grateful for. And I'll say, I think if I were to start, I'm I'm grateful to have 2020 behind us. I'm also not, you know, I'm not jaded to think that 2021, it, like these huge changes are going to happen just because we've moved into a new year. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a little bit silly. But it's sometimes it is that sort of that mental, emotional reset. For sure. I think. And so I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm also just, you know, grateful for friends and family and a great husband and a great place to live and all of the things, you know, there are lot, lots of struggles right now. Those are not things that I'm struggling with. And so that's, I'm super grateful for that. Absolutely. How about you? Uh, you know, my wife and I work together. We have been for mm-hmm. 11 years. We work in the same room. We have different businesses, um, yeah. but we still work in the same room, same office. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Always have, uh, always will. One, I'm grateful for that. Uh, yeah. I'm grateful that we do have an amazing marriage and relationship. It, it has its challenges when you're together 24-7, um, <laughs> separating life and business and uh, and being married and being partners and our roles yeah. and all of that. But yeah. um, I think more than anything, and I had this discussion quite a bit with um, clients yesterday that I am really at the point in my life where I'm grateful for challenge. Yes. Because we Huge. only grow mm-hmm. in times of challenge. Yeah. Right? And, mm-hmm. and, and my whole background, and we'll get into this in a little bit, mm-hmm. um, I'm a builder, right? I was yeah. a bodybuilder first, and I was a home builder, then a business builder. I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, it was like, it was really easy to create all these metaphoric relations to just life and gratitude mm-hmm. in going like, challenge like you only get better during challenge 
right? It's Muscles true. only grow when we yep. go to the gym and tear them yep. and then repair them with mm-hmm. proper nutrition, rest, and recovery. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think I'm finally at that point where I realize that challenge is the only way to success. Like you can't it have is. success without it. It is. So I think I'm finally mm-hmm. at that point where I think going into 2021, I'm like, I really want to push myself to feel challenged all the time, which is a scary mindset to get in. But we're going to get into that today, right? Because fear drives that. Absolutely. It is. One of the things that I think that I I love to say and I love to tell people when I really mostly probably telling myself. (laughs) (laughs) Always. is, Is that failure is only leading to the growth that leads to success. Totally. Right? Yep. You know, so we really can't even call it failure, although it's not probably not the way we wanted whatever it was to turn out. But if you don't have failure, you don't grow, you don't succeed. Yep. You know, you don't yep. have challenges. You, don't, yep. you you know, you don't succeed. You don't grow. So um, thank you for that. I love that. And I love that you're calling yourself a builder because I think it makes so much sense. <laughs> um, so let's, let's dig into that. Let's talk about... Um, you know, all of the things is tend to, how I tend to kind of start with people is, you know, let's talk about you first. Let's talk about who you are, why you are, what motivates you, what excites you, what's your history. Because you have a really lengthy history yeah. in entrepreneurship, which is beautiful because I still feel like I'm a newbie entrepreneur. It's been six and a half years. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and, you know, it's fun when you find those people who are figuring it out yeah. and learning and challenging themselves and just getting better and better and better. Totally. And so just real quick, one of his businesses that he started was how we were introduced through somebody you were working with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was somebody that my husband was working with. Anyway, it's this sort of crazy way that we were introduced to each other. Um, and it was a health and wellness uh, company. Start, startup. Yeah. Startup. Yeah. Yep. And so... There's there's so much here that, that we can talk about um, because we love the health and wellness. Yeah. And it's not necessarily, less, not necessarily the industry you're, that you're in now, but you're helping. Human s- performance, right? That's what go. I mean. I'm, that's what yeah. I do. Yeah. Leadership and human performance. Yeah. So it's like it all led to this uh-huh. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about it. Yeah. So um, for those of you who don't know me, uh, my name is Matt Lowe. Uh, I got a start as a young entrepreneur. Um, I was homeschooled growing up, and part of my curriculum, um, my, my my parents allowed me to choose, and so I said I wanted to study success because I we had we we, we just I, I saw I right that. I saw yeah. successful people on TV. I saw <laughs> I read about successful people. I saw it, and I saw that what successful people were able to do in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. Give money away, write that, massive checks to charity. Yeah. You don't see poor people writing mm-hmm. massive checks to charity right. or orphanages or yeah. um, homeless shelters. And so for me, I was like, that's what success in my mind early on was like, mm-hmm. it wasn't about creating massive wealth for myself, mm-hmm. although that is part of being successful. It's the yeah. ability of what you can do with that good, yeah. right? Absolutely. Uh, all money does is glorify who you already are. Mm-hmm. If you're an a-hole, you're just going to be a yeah. rich a-hole, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but if you're true. a big giver and a kind mm-hmm. giving person and you're rich, well, look at those people. They're, they're writing billion-dollar checks every yeah. year. And so yeah. um, that's what I did. My, uh, I went to the library, started reading, um, started my first salsa company. Not dancing, like eating salsa. Um, <laughs> my, my mind is... <laughs> you're envisioning a 260-pound bodybuilder dancing salsa. That's not a pretty image. I love it's it, not though. a pretty that image. would be fun. 
Um, <laughs> no, so I started a salsa company uh, called Border Salsa. I was a snowboarder, and to keep myself from crying when I cut the onions, I wore snowboard goggles. And my mom had taken a picture of me one day, and it looked hysterical. And so we made a little cartoon character out of it and wrapped it around the bottle. And oh, my mom it. drove me down to um, downtown Denver um, to the uh, oh, the Junior Entrepreneurs Academy. Um, which is by the Denver Chamber of Commerce. Um, Went through that, had some advisement. They taught me how I needed to rent a clean kitchen and make my salsa and yada, yada. Long story short, that was my first taste of entrepreneurship. I sold salsa all through high school and college. It paid, yeah, yeah, right? (laughs) Um, And that paid for my my way through for sports, to travel, Um, went to Europe for seven weeks and backpacked. I mean, it was all all money that I had made through doing, you know, selling salsa. And and then from bodybuilding, I went into uh, working for my father, building custom homes for 11 years. Um, And I loved it, right? And so I went from bodybuilding to home building. Mm -hmm. And then I loved that, but I'm just, I get bored very quick. Uh, yeah. I'm an innovator. I'm a visionary kind of guy. And so like after six months of doing a repetitive task, I'm like, nope, I'm good. I want to yeah. move on. I think I had 17 different jobs in high school. Um, <laughs> truthfully. Wow. Um, I mean, we joked about it in my family because it was like every three, four months I was getting a new job, new job, new job. And I would just quit because I'm like, this is, this is it. Like yeah. the, I've mastered this role. I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, I'm off to something else. And I wanted to keep learning. I was mm-hmm. just obsessed with learning. Mm-hmm. And that's really where this love for entrepreneurship came. Um, and then uh, fast forward out of that, uh, after I left my, my uh, father's company building, um, I went into building startups, raising funding. I've raised millions of dollars in funding. I've, I've been a part of nine different startups, some our own, some I've been a part of a team. Mm-hmm. Um, some have been successful. Some have been epic failures. But all of that. Yeah. All of the failures and everything led to what we're doing today. They all became pieces of the puzzle that we call Founders Atlas Mm -hmm. and the lifestyle that we live today. Mm -hmm. And so that's why failure, I mean, on our fridge, it says fail forward fast because the faster we can fail, we know we're that much closer to success. So it's like Mm -hmm. when I fail, I don't want to fail six months from now. I want to try and go all out as quick as I can, put all of my effort into something and figure out if it's going to work or am I going to fail quick. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people, Mm -hmm. and even myself, my early on when I failed, it knocked me down for like six, seven months. Yeah, it can, it can bring you, know? you down if you let it. Yeah. Yeah, and so for, for me, it was really about developing myself, right? Mm-hmm. I started to focus on reading books early on about like how to make money and how to do this and how to be, you know, build this thing and build that. And then I came across John Maxwell. Um, and I'm absolutely uh, obsessed with John Maxwell. He's, he's probably the biggest right, yeah. author in the world on, okay. ex- on leadership development. Um, worldwide. I mean, he's got 107 uh, books, 27 are best selling. He sold 60 something million copies. I mean, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And what I realized was all of his books talked about internal growth. And I had been focused for so many years on learning skills so I could do this and do that. But it wasn't about me developing my mind. It was about me trying to get a new tool, buy a new software, get the newest phone, buy the newest app, get the newest Mm -hmm. car, have the nicest furniture. All these external things that I felt like I needed to make myself successful. Yeah. And really, it was just leading me down this obsession with anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. because the more we have, the more we worry about losing. Right. And, yep. and subconsciously, we start to think about, oh, my God, I have to make money to pay my rent, my bills, my this, my cell phone, my car payment, my this, my gym membership. And then we we're just living to make money to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's when a hard I place to be. Yeah. It's so, no fun. 
Yeah, so that's really the the background of us. And now what I do with Founders Atlas is we teach systems, strategies, and tactics um, for small business owners. And so we really help them understand how to sell their expertise uh, to the marketplace and the marketplace being people. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of different strategies and systems and tactics. And if you don't use the right combination Mm -hmm. for your business and your offer or product, and paired that to the right audience, then it doesn't work. There's right. not one simple success stream where if you do this, this, and this, everybody will be right. successful, right. right? And that's what a lot of what we see in the in the world of business now, a lot of these, uh, what I call flash marketers, mm-hmm. right? They sell the system. Everybody can make six figures if you just do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, well, that's not true. Right. Um, well, you know, it's, it's, it's like, that's it's what gets me. And, you know, taking a little bit back to, you know, the nutrition, the health and wellness. And I've said this a million times. I, it makes me crazy when people write a book or they have a program and it says this is this fits everybody yep. everybody needs to do this yep. because it will work for everybody no matter what yep and it's crap yep and i don't think is there any situation that you can think of where one thing works for every person breathing okay breathing works. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. might be it might be <laughs> that might be it and when we stop breathing that happens to all of us at it, some point it, too. it does it does it and it, yeah it will. So, but anyway, and I but didn't no. mean to interrupt, but I think it's it's so it's such an important thing to understand is we all have our 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 world, totally. you know, internally and externally, and it's different for everybody. I don't care if you live together, if yep. you're under the same roof. Yep. There's so many differentiators in health and wellness, in business, in life, in the way that we react to things, and why we react to things, and our experiences, and our genetics. All of these things make us unique and beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. But it also makes it really difficult to figure out what works. Well, and honestly, <laughs> it's ever-changing, too, because yes. as our bodies get older and evolve mm-hmm. and change and our hormones change, what worked <laughs> last year may not work as well this year. That's and true. I got to see that firsthand in bodybuilding, right? From one year to the next mm-hmm. year, early on, I'm like, I don't understand because I documented everything I ate, the hour I ate mm-hmm. it, to the ounce, right? Type A. Then, yeah, <laughs> just just a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was weird because as a younger bodybuilder, I started to realize that from year to year, I'm like, my body didn't look the same, even though I did the exact same things. Mm-hmm. And as I matured and gained knowledge in the world of nutrition and bodybuilding, I yeah. realized, oh, wow, it doesn't work because I'm not the same as I was a year ago. Yeah. My environment mm-hmm. changed. My job changed. Mm-hmm. My stress changed. Mm-hmm. That majorly factors the fat. Um, yeah. You know, but one of the things too, and um, oh no, I'm having a, a, a massive. Uh, I do it all the time. All the oh time. Oh my gosh. Your I wanted to parts. say something too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, we'll get back to it. But yeah, really, it's just about <clears throat> following that that passion that you have and figuring out what works for you. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's not a one size fits all world that we live in. And even, I mean, that's marketing, right. And we teach that in our, in our courses. Um, and we teach the emotion behind marketing. Um, and that's so huge. And that same emotion that we use in marketing is the same emotion you see being used in politics today. Right. Right. And that goes back to what we're going to talk about today. Fear and love, fear and love, biggest things that we use as marketers to sell fear and love emotions. Well, they're the biggest emotions that we have. They're the most real emotions that we have fear and love. You know, you've got all of these little ones, you know, sort of sprinkled throughout, but most of them really are based in one way or another in fear and love. And so before we get into that, let me take a quick break and talk about one of our sponsors, Rightful, who is, um, you know, I've been saying for the last year that they are a new company. They're still newer to the market, but this is my year anniversary with this show. Oh, right on. Yeah. So Congrats. yay me. High five. <laughs> High five. <laughs> um, it's just so crazy and so much fun. And, you know, we love KUHS. We love Henry. Henry's amazing. Um, and he's allowed me to come in and just, you know, sort of 
talk about what I want to talk about, which is good for me. So, um, but you know, we're streaming live here on KUHS, but Rightful is a company, they, they are expanding their line a bit, but they started out um, as a pain management supplement. And so I don't know that I've talked to you about it. I probably haven't, but it's, it is a great supplement. It's in liquid form. It's based in coconut milk. Um, it's, and so it's the, the main focus of it or the main component of it is turmeric or curcumin. Okay. Um, and so it works really, really well. Um, but it also has a little CBD in it. So, um, and it's got some, you know, adrenal modulators, uh, you know, I think it's got ashwagandha in it. So, so there's things that help you to adapt. They're called adaptogens, mm-hmm. right? Um, also will help you sleep at night for the, the nighttime formula, help to wake you up and get you focused in the morning. That's why I love it. I have an issue with focus. Um, and, and literally from the day that I started this show a year ago, that's kind of been, that was sort of my New Year's resolution last year without even knowing it was, I need to work on my brain, I need to work on my focus. And it's been interesting because I've done quite a few things, um, you know, with working on brain health through my, my chiropractic friends, Lynn and Sam, y'all should know them. Um, and then, you know, you know, this, these supplements, anyway, I don't so you get really long winded with this stuff, I guess, cause I get excited. No, absolutely. Like, I'm the same way. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. They're a great company. Check them out. Um, they work really well. Give it a little time to work. It could be a week. It could be a month. You know, people are different, but it works really well for those pains that you're having trouble with that don't go away. You always want to know what your pain's coming from. But sometimes, like with my husband, he has a fused ankle. You can't fix that with nutrition. You can't fix that with lifestyle changes. Yeah. So, you know, things like there are things that we want to think about. I should just do a whole show on that. You I should. <laughs> there's so many there's so many great things out there. Too yeah. Like this, so. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you can go to rightful.com, put in the code TLN20 and um just order them there. Oh, look, tail on 20. See, this is Henry. Yes. He's got it all right taken care of. Yep. Don't even know what's happening. <laughs> all right. So thank you, Henry. Thank you to KUHS Denver. Um, we're streaming live. And this is, as far as I'm concerned, the best station out there. But it's one of the top stations in the country. So we're yeah. really grateful to be a part of it. Um, okay. So let's get into the good stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Fear and love. Fear and love. So um, as I was kind of putting this together, what I, you know, I, I, I was, you know, I kind of start to put questions together. I do a little research and I'm seeing we have our personal issues or call them what you want with fear and love. Uh, but then there's also those in business. Mm-hmm. And as you said a few minutes ago, business, religion, politics, uh, marketing, you know, marketing. Yeah. You know, everything in our world is being sold to us all the time. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And so I don't, it doesn't matter to me really how we go about this, but I think that there are differences, not differences, but I think it's important to address fears and and love with us as, as people, but then what is out there and what we're being inundated with, which can be good and bad. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting conversation to have with fear and love, right? Because a lot of people live in fear. Mm -hmm. A lot of people live in love Mm -hmm. and a lot of people fear love and a lot of people love fear. Oh, wow. So yeah. <laughs> think about that, though, right? Yeah. When we really start to break down people as mm-hmm. human beings, we can start to look around our society and see people that absolutely love fear, right? Mm-hmm. They're the fear mongers, yep. right? Yep. Um, all they do is prey on using fear to control people, mm-hmm. right? And we see that played out in politics. We've it's seen that played out in politics for decades everywhere. and decades and decades. Yeah. It's just gone it's rampant really disgusting. now with with how social media is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we mm-hmm. They've become the dictators of, of free speech. Yep. Um, and if you, I don't care what side of the politic line you sit on. I'm, I'm a proud American. I, I don't right. care if you're liberal. I don't care if you're conservative. Mm -hmm. Um, You should care, though, when 
privatized companies are restricting your freedom to love and your freedom to fear and your freedom, wh whether it's hate or love, right? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what they think is love and or hate or fear, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's a, a really, deal. it's a very it's, large conversation. And yeah. it's hard to like, my wife and I were chatting this morning going, how do we condense this down into a one hour show? And I'm like, right. I think there's, this could be an ongoing conversation, mm -hmm. right? Well, well, there you go. We'll do it again. <laughs> wait, wait, absolutely. And I think that that's a interesting piece, right? So for myself, as an early entrepreneur, as soon as I had my first epic failure mm -hmm. and we lost everything, I lost my home, I lost my cars, my wife and I were couch surfing, we were homeless for six months. I mean, we ate top ramen and canned tuna for 40 something days. Know that top ramen is so toxic. It is very toxic. <laughs> um, we had very, we, we had no right. money. I mean, we, yeah. we couldn't even deposit 10 grand in our bank account and we wouldn't be at zero. I mean, mm -hmm. IRS seized our account. It was one of those young entrepreneur mistakes wow. that you're just like, you don't even know what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I still to this day was like, I don't even know how that got to that point. Yeah. I took really bad business advice from mm -hmm. people that mm -hmm. were rich and I thought they knew what they were talking yeah. about, you know? Yeah. And so after that, fear became what I lived by. I was so afraid of failing again that I feared success yeah. because when mm -hmm. I had what I considered success before that mm -hmm. and I lost it, that fear of not having a place to live or go or what you're going to eat or how you're going to pay your bills or what you're going to do. And Especially I'm, I'm newly married, yeah. you know, and that was one of those really hard times for me. And, and, mm -hmm. And, I mean, and honestly, I mean, I didn't eat for almost three weeks. My wife was freaking out mm -hmm. going, okay, were we finally sleeping at a friend's house in a spare bedroom? And I think three weeks in one day, she just walked in, ripped open the blinds, threw a laptop on me and said, figure it out. And I said, figure what out? She goes, figure out how to build it again. She goes, I know you're so afraid mm -hmm. of trying again because you don't want to lose it again, but you've got to build it back up. And if you can't believe in yourself, you have to understand that other people believe in you still. And I am that person. And that's literally... Oh. I love good partners. That's the yeah, only that's thing awesome. that got me back up because I had no belief in myself. I had no faith that I could do it again. I had no money. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, wait a second. I got to go raise 10 grand to get to zero. So I need 20 grand to get to 10, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is just, how do I even, how do I, there's no way out. Yeah. You right. And, and it's I not think like there are probably a lot of people feel that way, which is really absolutely. awful and scary. But knowing, knowing that people have been there and have gotten out of it. Totally. Is, I mean, it's a beautiful story and, and keep sharing. And that's the only thing that gave me hope outside yeah. of my wife believing in me. Mm -hmm. Why? I started reading stories of epic failures. Oh, wow. Right? And so I started reading about all of the major shakers in the world. Every single one of them has this exact same story. Mm -hmm. They've lost their, their everything more than once. And a lot of them multiple, multiple, multiple times until they got to this point. Yep. You know, you look at Musk and his near failures, mm -hmm. you know, um, I mean, he leveraged everything and had to borrow money to, for rent, mm -hmm. you know, and, and yet look at where he's at now. One of the second richest man in the world, in the yep. U.S. or world now. I mean, it's just ridiculous how fast Maybe, he's growing. Yep. But you hear of all these people. They started in garages. They slept on the floor. They do these yep. things. And it almost became one of those things that it, I call it the Silicon Valley mindset, right? Where it's like, it's used to just being struggling and you got to go raise money to build a company and all these things. And I was just like, I got warped up in all of that. Mm -hmm. And to really see firsthand how fear and love is used in that industry, 
to control money, to control these companies after they collect money. Mm -hmm. After so many years, I was just like, I want out. I don't yeah. want any of this. I don't want yeah. any part of this controlling mm -hmm. machine. Mm -hmm. And that's when I said there has to be a better way to build companies that don't require some rich person to, to give you a check and then control every action that you yeah. do with your brand and company, mm -hmm. right? Because you get a lot of these great companies that start and then just fade out because they're not they're, they don't stick to their their morals and, and their ethics mm -hmm. of why they started mm -hmm. the money now controls the actions that they do and that goes back into the fear and love right, right? because now they're fearful that their money will be taken away so they mm -hmm. start to do the things and make the changes mm -hmm. in their brands that maybe they wouldn't necessarily have done before you know but back into our own personal lives we do that we do that ourselves mm -hmm. we worry about so much shit in our lives that never actually happens it's true it's true and then what happens though is you keep worrying you keep worrying what could happen you worry until it happens yeah or you worry yourself into <laughs> disease yeah you know that too. or you know and sickness mm -hmm. and just complete exhaustion yeah. and your adrenals are completely shot you have no energy mm -hmm. you you're lethargic all the time so what do you do because your hormones are out of whack, you start eating all this junk food because you're craving all these minerals and vitamins that your body and brain are craving that you don't have anymore because you're literally thinking yourself sick. Yeah. Yeah. By allowing yourself yep. to dwell on things you cannot control, mm -hmm. like politics. Yep. I'm sickened by what's going on in our country and our world right now. Mm -hmm. But me alone, I cannot change mm -hmm. anything in my external world. Right. What I can do is believe and pray and support mm -hmm. and use love as a way to surround the people around me mm -hmm. and push away those mm -hmm. that want to walk around ridden with fear. Yes. I don't want fearful no. people in my life, not unless they understand how to leverage fear in a good way, mm -hmm. right? But if they're using fear to control people, I don't even want you close to me. And I can see that coming from a mile away now. When you I love that. Yeah, sorry. No, don't be sorry. I can just let you keep going and going and going. <laughs> I will go on my tangents before we know it, it's tomorrow. <laughs> That's the great thing about this show is, is when we start to get going, it really, we get to that hour in. I'm like, no, wait, we have so much more to talk about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and I love that. But um, anyway, so I, I do want you to keep going. But, you know, the things that, you know, that I'm curious about, you know, you know, your experiences and then the people that you work with in their experiences and, and how the emotions, how the love and fear can drive you, mm. um, you know, how it can shape your, your daily life, your yep. yearly life, your business, um, you, all of the things. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's so interesting because I got my start in bodybuilding, but then I became a personal trainer because I was just obsessed with learning the tips and tricks on how to help people tweak their body, lifestyle, mm -hmm. and performance. And it was like, when I, when I say fitness and lifestyle, that's not a, a weight, a look, you know, a certain body fat percentage, just a way of living, right? right. Fitness to yep. me is a way of living. Yep. Bodybuilding just became my passion mm -hmm. because it became me, it gave me a goal every year to push myself. And I'm a two-time Mr. Natural Colorado, you know? And so we could only use nutrition to manipulate our body composition and understanding macro cycling and mm -hmm. mineral cycling and all of these things to manipulate the, the thickness of your skin and your water and all of the different stuff as you come into a show it's just insane. But then I realized that same ideology transfers into every area of our life, mm -hmm. right? And especially in business. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that, small business owners that just struggle. And it's almost as though like when I watch them now, I'm like, wow, you're, you, you do this to yourself by your mm -hmm. own limited self-thinking. And now you've manipulated mm -hmm. your own 
shitty ways of thinking mm -hmm. into your small business yeah. and that's prohibiting your success mm -hmm. and your growth. Why? Because truthfully, it comes down to a lot of small business owners don't truly believe that they can achieve and accomplish the monetary goals that they want for their business. Mm -hmm. Why? because they have not developed their mind for success. Yeah. There is a massive mind shift, and I, I don't know if I told you this, I actually wrote uh, a book last year, um, never ended up publishing it, it okay. um, but we will publish it this year, and Good. so we decided to take some extra time after we sent it out to a couple thousand people, got some really great feedback, but it's called The Mind Shift for Success. Um, and, it's, and it talks about the fundamental principles that have to happen in a person's mind when we decide that we want to actually be successful because it's a different way that we think. It's a different way that we carry ourselves. It's a different way that we talk. We have a different tone. We use in different inflections. We use different words. All of these things change when I walk into a room. Mm -hmm. Think about it. If I walked into a room and I had my head down and I had slouched right. and I was like, hey, Nikki, how's it going? My name is Matt. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. Or I walked in with the personality that I have, my mm -hmm. chest up. I'm a big guy. I've got a big personality. Mm -hmm. I can take over a room no problem. Yeah. I can take it from any type A in a room and it pisses type A's off, <laughs> right? But it's a control mechanism and you can learn these tactics, mm -hmm. right? To be able to portray your message, mm -hmm. sell your product, mm -hmm. sell yourself. Mm -hmm. We sell ourselves when we're dating people. Constantly. That's selling. Yeah. Yeah. And yet we don't mm -hmm. teach people how to actually properly sell our services and mm -hmm. ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And selling, and, and, and I don't want to, this is so hard because I know we're short on time, so tell me when I need no, to No, no, we've, we've still got 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things with selling, right, and it doesn't matter what you're selling, whether you're selling yourself, whether you're selling an idea, whether you are selling, and I'm going to piss some people off, whether you're selling religion um, because you do I think I mean, you sell everything really. everything is being sold yeah. to us mm -hmm. at all times mm -hmm. right not necessarily being sold in a monetary sense but in an emotional sense right, right? Mm -hmm. if you want to find peace find religion mm -hmm. if you want to find you know success build a company mm -hmm. you know if you want to be happy in a relationship find somebody that you know you can uh, commingle with you know yep. that, that you guys thrive with mm -hmm. But we don't actually teach each other how to make sure that I'm loving my wife the way that she loves, that she receives love, right? right. And so every couple that, that we love know, language, totally. Kind of, yeah. We just bought books for everybody that we know that's in, that's that's married. Uh, the five mm -hmm. love languages for mm -hmm. Christmas because I think it's so vitally important, especially mm -hmm. with what we saw in relationships in 2020. A lot of relationships aren't used to being together 24/7 right. like Amy and I. So right. nothing changed for us. We were yeah. like, this is great, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. But we see a lot of tension. Mm -hmm. In a lot of the people we care about's relationships, yeah. because they're bringing their work life home now, mm -hmm. and they don't like their job, yeah. and so now they don't like their job, but they're at home, so they don't actually get to leave their job. Mm -hmm. They're now living where they work. Oh, it's not working yeah. at home. You're living at work, yeah. Yeah, right? Works. And that's why mentally a lot of people are just strung out right now mm -hmm. is because we are calling it, hey, working from home. Sounds amazing. It sounds amazing, but we're actually living at work. And yeah. so we can never disconnect. And for those of us that don't really like our jobs or have high stress jobs, it's right there where we're supposed to relax now. Mm -hmm. And with the person that we supposedly love and mm -hmm. adore and want to spend our time with. And now all we do is end up nagging and, and picking at each other and all this stuff, right, mm -hmm. that we see in relationships. And it's like, wow, if we just take a step back and realize that we need to be more intentional mm -hmm. about disconnecting our emotions because we can have stress at work, but I can't, I can't bring it home. Yep. Yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are. Mm-hmm. And then we're taking that aggression out. We're letting it build and build and build and build and build until boom, mm-hmm. we see the numbers like we see now of domestic violence skyrocketing triple digit percentages in 2020. Child abuse, triple digit percentages yeah. increase in 2020. Mm-hmm. This has to stop. Yeah. And it, it all comes down to self-love. Mm-hmm. It all comes down. We don't beat people because we respect them and love them. Right. Let's be honest. Yeah. Happy people don't go around diminishing and tearing apart our cities and belittling and tearing apart other people, mm-hmm. you know, and we live in a rampant social media space where I, don't, I can just I can be a keyboard terrorist. I can be a keyboard bully. And That's I true. guess what? And there's no mm-hmm. repercussions for me. Mm-mm. I literally just hit end and go grab my latte, my coffee, mm-hmm. and go out and be a regular normal human. Yep. And then when I go home, I can put this facade on or what we call a filter on our apps now. Um, <laughs> and we live this filtered <laughs> life, right? We uh, are doing everything. So We're doing everything we can to escape our own freaking realities yeah. Yeah. because we want everything we don't have and we can't be grateful and content with what we do. Mm-hmm. And then we wonder why we have a society going around rampant hating each other. Mm-hmm. You know, on social media, we're seeing nine-year-olds hanging themselves and killing themselves due to virtual bullying. Well, that and then you have your youngsters who are wanting to get plastic surgery so they look like their filtered self. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What have we created? Yeah. We, we, we are trying to allow technology to replace the human mind and emotion, mm-hmm. right? And we've seen this for years. And, mm-hmm. and some of you will be like, oh, that's not true. Yes, it is. <laughs> Hate to tell you that. I've been in the technology world for 23 <laughs> years now. People are like, you're not old enough to do that. I'm like, well, I am 36 years old, almost to be 37. And I started when I was 12 and a half with my first business. So, yeah. yes, I have been. Yeah. Um, and we see that when I got mm-hmm. into the tech world, right? We started building apps and startups and we started hiring the technicians, they're literally trained on how to develop software to become addictive. Yes. We know that. Like they teach that at every major technical university. Mm -hmm. And those are the same people that get hired to create the algorithms for Facebook. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you haven't watched like social, uh, um, um, I just saw it. Oh my gosh. I'm totally brain. Social dilemma. dilemma. There's a scene in there where, uh, one of the guys is dealing with depression and, and stress, and he's just in his room, just feeling crappy. And then it swings back to the algorithm machines, right? These yep. these the pe- guys. these three yep. guys in this room going, "Hey, John over here." And I don't remember if his name is John, but mm-hmm. you know he's feeling depressed. Let's push him some more of these ads. Let's show him some more of this over here. Let's show him some more of this mm-hmm. over there. We are literally mm-hmm. allowing the apps on our phone to manipulate the way that we think, which yep. then mm-hmm. completely changes everything in our emotions our hormones and the world around us and we wonder why we're miserable it's true and something that i saw just this morning um it was a a post and i really hate it you know because i i'm on the social media because of business right and absolutely me too right and it's, it's really frustrating and i get more and more frustrated all the time but one of the comments as of you know from the events uh from yesterday was you know People have all of this information at the tips of their fingers. They yeah. can look. They can find yep. anything. They can find anything. But my first thought was they can find anything that they want you to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, yeah. Not, you're not getting information that you want. You're not yeah. getting you know information that is maybe true, maybe not true. Yeah. If you look it up, you're getting the information that they Well, and you're also getting information based on your geographic location, right? People don't Mm -hmm. understand how these search Mm -hmm. algorithms and geotagging works, right? So when geotagging, if I were to go on to, let's say, a big search engine, um, I'll refrain from using names. Um, Mm -hmm. (coughs) Sounds like Google. Um, But if if you search something here, 
versus search something in Florida, mm -hmm. you're going to get a very different result mm -hmm. based on your geographic location, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing that I just said, right? In mm -hmm. our apps, we live a filtered life. When we take our camera pictures, we have a, oh, let's just put it to level three or four to smooth out my wrinkles yeah. and my, my, so I don't I want people to see my real self, yeah. right? Or we yeah. just make all these ridiculous filters. There are no the filters same, here. There's no filters here. <laughs> this is, this is how beautiful I am every day. I did my hair. I woke up especially. I trimmed it and everything. Um, but it's a filtered life that's mm -hmm. being fed information to us, yeah. right? And we see this. I, I love world travel, right? And um, my wife and I, my wife and I, have had the chance to go to a, a few different countries together. And it's amazing when we go to countries and watch the news there about America. They love it. They love it here. And it's so funny because when we sit here, mm -hmm. we don't even like ourselves anymore. Yeah. But but not even as a as a as news. I mean, you turn on news. There's nothing good on news. We don't even have a television at our house anymore, and we we, we yeah. refuse to have one. Like there's just nothing. If I need it, mm -hmm. I can go online and get it. And there's ways that I can search. Sure. You know, you can use search engines that mm -hmm. aren't filterable. Uh -huh. You know, um, yep. like DuckDuckGo or. A lot of other platforms. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm, I've refused to buy into this society that everything's in mass chaos. Mm -hmm. If you just stop and drive around your city, do you see the chaos they're showing us every day? Yes, in some of the major some cities, of them, yeah. right? But it's not constant. It's, it's not constant, mm -hmm. right? When we were living in LA just a few months ago, and they were showing all the riots mm -hmm. um, with with everything going on with the election. I mean, they were burning down cities, throwing Molotov cocktails at police. Mm -hmm. No one was calling for hell. They were raising money to pay for the bail for all the people that were right. getting arrested, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and yet now, you know, we have another group that breaches and now that same fear mongering mm -hmm. media corporation now wants to profile all these people and say they need to be arrested and held accountable. It's like, wait a second. We can't if we want love, we need to love across the board, right? We can't have love mm -hmm. for this over here and not love for this over here. Mm -hmm. And well, we, we, we want equal rights for everybody. But now since we've been treated so bad over here, we're actually going to treat you so bad over here mm -hmm. so that we can equal out the playing field. Like it just doesn't work like that. We got to We got to take it. We just got to take a step back because what everybody's doing is well, literally and figuratively throwing the bombs and throwing yeah. the flamethrowers at everybody else instead of going, OK, I need to work on me. Yeah. Would it, good or bad, whatever, not bad, but you know, if we have, we all have our own things to work on Yeah. and we, I need to love me and take care of me and take care of my family. This is one of the things that when I'm, you know, when I'm teaching or, you know, talking with my clients is you have to be healthy in order to take care of everybody else in your world. Absolutely. And you, and you want that then to flow through to the community. Um, so when people see you taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is that you need to work on, we all know there's stuff that we need to work on. Um, but when people see that, it starts to make little tiny changes. People notice it. And it's not, this isn't something that's going to, you know, you know, make change tomorrow, but it might make change for you tomorrow, for me tomorrow, for somebody else tomorrow. Um, and then, it, you know, then the family sees it and the family is able to then be healthy. And then you start to, that's just how you start creating healthy communities. Instead of freaking throwing darts yeah. at everybody else going, yeah. you're at fault, you're at fault, you're at fault. Yeah. I need to stay, take a step back. I need to look at me. Yep. And take care of me. Totally. I mean, at the end of the day, that's all we can control, right? Mm -hmm. And this yeah. is what yeah. I, I eventually got to 
the conclusion of for myself, mm -hmm. you know, and everybody's got to get there on their own. Yeah. You know, I can, I can, yeah. I can lead a horse to water, but mm -hmm. you can't make them drink. Mm -hmm. You hear that phrase a lot. Yep. Um, we do that a lot in our business, right? I can yeah. show you the tactics, the strategies mm -hmm. and the tools, but if you don't actually go out there and pick them it. up yep. and implement them and take mm -hmm. action with them in your business, mm -hmm. in your life, nothing will change, right? right? Knowledge is not power. And I get in arguments about this with, with, with educated people all the time. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. That's great. And knowledge is yeah. not intelligence. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of educated idiots in our country. Yeah. And a lot of them as politicians. <laughs> um, on, on both yes. sides. Yes. On both sides. Absolutely. A Absolutely. lot <laughs> on both sides. Um, and, and intelligence is, is, is not education, mm -hmm. right? I know, I know people that don't have degrees that are some of the most intelligent, mm -hmm. worldly I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I would borderline call them healers. I know yeah. that, that's, a, that's a funky word for some people. But okay. at the end of the day, I realized that all I could change was me. I could mm -hmm. read the books and read the books and nothing was changing. Nothing mm -hmm. was changing. Nothing mm -hmm. was changing. And I'm like, I don't understand. I'm doing what all these gurus tell me to do. Yeah. Read the books, take the courses, listen to the podcast, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, okay, what am I missing? What am I missing? Mm -hmm. I went to the sales seminars. You, you leave three days after it and you're just amped up, pumped yeah, up, ready yeah. to take on the world. And then you start looking around going, now what do I do? Yeah. It's the application where almost everybody yeah. fails, right? And why, <laughs> yeah. why is it? We buy a gym membership every New Year's. We get excited about this is the year I'm going to get healthy. <laughs> and then by January 2nd, we're like, shit. <laughs> Never mind. Next year. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. like we only wait yeah. for the new year to start uh, something new or to think that that's the oh, what not. Nah, you know what? I can't start in December. I got to wait till January yeah, 1st. Yeah. Why would I right? start now with the holidays? And, that, and that's just bullshit. Right. <laughs> and that's why I tell people all the night. I'm like, if you're not going to start uh -huh. right this second, yeah. like right when this radio shows over, if you're not going to shut uh -huh. off your music and put on a podcast, mm -hmm. an audio book and actually implement and take action on improving what is going into your yeah. mind and your mouth yeah. and your ears, yeah. Yeah. then nothing's going to change. Mm -hmm. It's true. Nothing's going to change for you. Yeah. And if you just listen to it, nothing's going to change yeah. until you listen and, <laughs> and apply, apply it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the, and that's really what took me out of living in this fear. Right. I was afraid of success because I was afraid of failing again, yeah. which is What's such a, a such mm -hmm. a messed up mm -hmm. thought process right there. I'm like, yep. well, that's a horrible loop. Like <laughs> you, that doesn't end. Right. If you think yeah. about it, that loop yeah. never stops. Yep. It's like a, a universal infinity that just keeps going and going and going. And so I'm like, okay, I've got to get out of this. Yeah. Right. And it took mm -hmm. me completely getting stuck on the law of environment by John Maxwell that said, I need to leave my environment. Right. And it's mm -hmm. not that my friends were bad and this and that I need to be in a growth environment. Yep. Yep. And I was not in a growth environment. Mm -hmm. When I looked at my, my, my friends around me, the, the, the people that were close to me, even my business associates, we're all just stuck in this. I'm just trying to survive. And mm -hmm. I'm like, but that's not growth. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. when I saw that, I was like, okay, what do we do? And that's when we decided we wanted to relocate, you know, and we relocated mm -hmm. to LA. Now we're back in Colorado on our, in a transition to Texas yep, yep, um, yep. and then transition to Thailand. Um, <laughs> we'll get there on a future podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but really that's, that's what it comes, came uh, down to. Yeah. So. Okay. Quick break. Yep. Let's do it. Um, we have another one of our sponsors, Zymogen. Do you know Zymogen? The name sounds super familiar. Yeah. I feel like we've talked about this we, before. We might have. So they're a company. They've been around a long time, but they are a professional line of supplements. Um, there are a few lines that I use. This is not my only line, but I do 
love them. They're data driven. Um, they've got lots of science behind their products. If uh, you know, if there's anything that doesn't come out properly, they pull it and they redo it. And you know, everything about them, it's clean. Um, and they just, I love the science. You know, anytime, anytime there's a new product, I'll go to a seminar or you know, even just read their information, and they are able to back it up. And the stuff works. It works really, really well. So, um, Zymogen. So they have created their own uh, ordering system. So Whole Scripts is their ordering system. So you can go to um, you can go to my website, which is taste life nutrition taste life nutrition I talk too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, slow down. Um, and you can put in and uh, click on the link. So it's at the bottom of the page. Click on the link and you put in the code radio five and you'll get a discount. But you can look through. You know, some of my favorite pro- products are their brain products, um, mm-hmm. and I, I use them. For, for workout, for focus, um, the, specifically this ATP Ignite workout, I love it. Mm. Um, it's got a little caffeine in it, but the caffeine in it is created in such a way that you don't get the caffeine, mm. the crazy caffeine yep. up and down. It's sort of extended and helps to focus. I just love it to pieces. So um, anyway, great company. I love these guys. And let's uh, move on. So we're streaming live here, of course, at KUHSDenver.com. So, awesome. okay, um, what next? So, you know, kind of the notes that I have here that um, I know we've hit on so much, I don't really know what we haven't hit on, but I think, you know, maybe if we talk about, yeah, um, you know, perspective, that's mm-hmm. exactly what I was thinking, you know, perspective around whether it's a situation or your life or your perspective even on love and fear itself. Yeah. And um, the awareness, being aware of yourself, being aware of your environment. I think so many people react. Hmm. Oh, we live in almost a fully reactive society. Yeah. It's awful. Instead of, I have a dog that does that. I have a dog that thinks and a dog that she just reacts to everything. (laughs) I would hate to live in that world. (laughs) I know which dog you're talking about. (laughs) Um, Anyway, it's interesting when you can see that, but, but I know a lot of us, we, we do that and it's not always, it's, it's unintentional, obviously when we're just reactionary, but I think it's, it's creating the habit around being intentional and mm-hmm. not being reactionary um and you know especially when it comes to love and fear and mm-hmm. business yeah yeah perspective mm-hmm. that's a really i i <clears throat> i love talking about perspective because so many people and especially and i, I use i use the um, politics as just a, a simplicity to explain the principle of perspective we live in a world where if you don't believe what i believe then I'm going to now hate you, mm-hmm. right? I can no longer just agree to disagree and still love each other as people. Like we're yeah. literally seeing friendships, marriages, relationships, partnerships completely be destroyed because we have different political ideologies, mm-hmm. right? And so I had this discussion with a friend of mine and we are very opposite. And we actually came to a really interesting conclusion and neither of us expected that. I think we both thought that this was going to end just like everything else because it got very heated at one point. And we talked about standing on the sidewalks across the street from each other. And if we put our goal of what we were trying to achieve in the middle of the street, right, so that Mm -hmm. we're both looking at it. Mm -hmm. But then I explained what I was seeing from my perspective Mm -hmm. to him. And he explained to me what he was seeing from his perspective. Would it be different? But if the objective was to reach the center of the street, would the goal still not be the same? Right. Yeah. And we were like, Mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So can we all have completely different political beliefs, 
but ultimately have the same objective as a goal. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Yes, we absolutely can. Mm -hmm. Because if we're looking at each other Mm -hmm. right now, if you explain to me what you see around Mm -hmm. me and I explain to you what I see, we have very different perspectives Mm -hmm. on what we see. But if what's sitting right here in the middle of us is the goal that we're both trying to achieve, it just has a different perspective. And so sometimes we need to actually put ourselves in the other person's shoe. Mm -hmm. And it's so much easier said Mm -hmm. than done. Yeah. Something that I just thought of, and I I don't really know if it makes sense. And maybe I think it it does. But I think that there's a little bit of a trust. When you have people who are your friends, who are – who are different, have differing opinions, there's a trust that you're both going at that same goal with love um, and, and, and appreciation um, because I think on both sides, and I don't know how we just got on politics, but there's still so much love and fear um, in both. But if you're, if, you're, if you're coming out of love or you're coming out of fear, then I think that there, that, that makes it that much worse? Well, Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think like, and we, we've talked about this a little bit before, right? When I look at fear and love, fear is control. Love is freedom. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so when we look at the things around us mm-hmm. being showed to us, being marketed to us, look at, look at commercials. When you see pharmaceuticals, oh my gosh. it's nothing great, you know, and then, then, then the list of things that you might die from, if you take it, you know, it's like, it's yeah. fear, 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 mm-hmm. fear, fear, mm-hmm. fear, fear, fear everywhere you turn on news fear 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 well what happens well we knew decades ago we've known that when we can create a society of fear that is the easiest way to control man yep not love Mm -hmm. fear Mm -hmm. even though switch it now to marketing fear and love actually equally equal about the same in conversions right so mm-hmm. i can use fear or i could just simply choose to use love mm-hmm. which is what we teach in our marketing and that's what we've talked about right yep. we're selling if i'm selling a service or a product i'm going to sell the the loving result yeah. to my ideal client mm-hmm. helping them address a pain mm-hmm. that they're having in their life that they can't figure out right. and if i can create a product or a service to help my ideal customer get out of this painful situation mm-hmm. with their business and their struggling, you know, incomes and all of this and help them create something of extreme value mm-hmm. and give them more freedom and happiness and all of these other things. That's invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. But I can't sell that to everybody mm-hmm. because not everybody's in that mindset not to receive that. Yeah. Not everybody mm-hmm. wants it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because some people have become obsessed with fear. Yeah. We, we are an obsessed culture mm-hmm. of fear. And it sucks to say that, but let's call it what it is, yeah, it's true. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, we are living everything we do. We turn on social media, it's fear. You Google anything on, 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 on Google, you know, the first things that pop up is fear, 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 fear. It's not all the love, Mm-mm. but there's more love happening right now in the world, people to people, person to person, mm-hmm. community to community, than, and, than, 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 than the fear that's being propagated oh. and shoved in our face, yeah, right? And so I tell people, I'm like, look, if you want to change the world, we got to change our, our, our nation. If we want to change our nation, we got to change our state. And if we want to change our state, we got to change our communities and improve them. And if we want to improve our communities, we got to improve our schools. And if we want to improve our schools, we need to improve our homes. And if we want to improve our homes, I need to improve my family. And if I want to improve my family, I have to start by improving me. So this just went full circle. Everything in this world, yeah. if we want it to be better, mm-hmm. starts with me, yep. starts with you, mm-hmm. starts to with every single person mm-hmm. that's listening right now. Yeah. 
Not them trying to fix their spouse or them trying to fix their kids. Mm-hmm. It's them working to fix their themselves, yeah. their own perspectives, yeah. their own yeah. principles, their own anger problems, mm-hmm. their own self-belief. Yeah. And their own mm-hmm. addiction to fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't even know what to say after that because it's, it, it's, it's so true. You know, we're seeing, and I see this, again, I really try to stay off the social media, but there, it's there for business. And so I look and I see so much. I'm so afraid of this and I'm so afraid yeah, of what's going to happen. And I have so much anxiety. It's everywhere. And I, have, I have clients coming to me going, I have so much anxiety over what's going on. So... I can't fix that nutritionally. Mm-hmm. What I can tell you to do is turn off the news. Yep. You know, let's work on yourself. Let's work on nutrition. Let's work on these things. But let's get away from the things that are starting to create or that are creating and have been creating for so long. The fear and the anxiety and all of these things that those are the things that are, like you said, are going to beat you up and beat you down. You know, stress shrinks the brain. Yep. Um, and, you yep. know, once that starts to happen, then everything just starts to go. Um, well, and that goes back to like perception is projection, right? right. What mm-hmm. goes in becomes our reality in our yes. external world, right? If we yeah. eat shit, we start to feel like crap, yeah. right? Yeah. We, we, we start to have all these problems, mm-hmm. these ailments because we're eating processed foods and all this junk. Right. Well, guess what? When we hear crap mm-hmm. over and 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 over, psychologically, yep. we know that we can literally reprogram mm-hmm. the way people think mm-hmm. about themselves, about their society, about their fellow citizens yeah. by indoctrinating a way of putting these. And we're talking not even words, right? Yeah. We're yeah. talking gigahertz with brave brainwaves and brave, like the music that we listen to. Right. There's so much research and science mm-hmm. about this. This is what became my obsession with human performance right and biohacking because i was like holy crap we know that i know scientifically now that we can reprogram people's minds mm-hmm. we look at you know industries like in, in organizations like neuro-linguistical programming yeah. right yeah understanding how mm-hmm. to literally create the synapse connections yeah. of yeah. how we create the emotions to the external world around us and how we feel fear about things that we shouldn't even feel fear about. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been bit by a spider. Why am I scared of why spiders? Why am I afraid of it? Yeah. You know, why yeah. am I afraid of heights? I've never fallen mm-hmm. from something high. You know, we've created yeah. these irrational mm-hmm. fears based on things that we've watched, seen, or experienced that we've allowed into our ears yeah. or into our eyes. And we've allowed that to affect our emotions. Mm-hmm. And now we've completely changed the way that we live our life. We don't yeah. go after our big dreams anymore. Why? I'm a fear of failure. I don't fear losing money, fear looking like a dumbass. Mm-hmm. I don't want to post on social media. Everybody else looks so cool when they post their videos. But for whatever reason, when I post mine, I look like a dumbass. Mm-hmm. That's what we all think. Yeah. You know, I, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not saying everybody falls into this category because people are still making videos. But when I'm working with my clients nine times out of ten, I'm like, why aren't you making your marketing videos? Why aren't you sharing your knowledge mm-hmm. online? Why aren't you mm-hmm. going out? Well, I don't want to be like made fun of. I'm like. I was told, I made a comment uh, on, on, a, on a political feed, right? Just, I was curious. I made a comment because I'm like, dude, there can't be this much hate out there. It was a loving post, Nikki. Oh, and it literally God. just said, I, my heart hurts for the country, you know, this and that. Yeah. Like there's so many um, different people being persecuted for their beliefs or religion, yada, yada, yada. I was told to kill myself 16 times in less than 30 minutes in my DMs. Ask my wife. I had 480 private DM messages. Who does that? And I told my wife, I said, could you imagine if I was a person that was already struggling with belief problems Ugh. and depression and, and already at that mm. brink of just like, you know what, what's the point of this? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody seems to hate me. And you know mm-hmm. what? Now they're even telling me I should just, I, I should just, I shouldn't even have an opinion. 
Yeah. And that's just opinion and you should you don't deserve to live. Yeah, and it's not. But I was like, that's the that's because so many people are living in fear. Mm -hmm. And honestly, there's nobody ahead of you. There's nobody successful. There's no loving person on planet Earth that would ever say something like that to somebody. Mm -hmm. And there's nobody that's loving that would ever tear or pull somebody down. And so I tell the people that are listening, it was like, if you have people around you that are making comments and derogatory things and pulling you down, find a new environment. Yeah. Because that's somebody that's mm -hmm. already below you. Because mm -hmm. the only it's people true. that can pull you down are people that are underneath mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Because successful people, those leaders that are in front of you, that are above you, they will reach back to help you up yep. and help pull you out of that mm -hmm. slump and out of that thing. And that's what we do with Founders Atlas. We help entrepreneurs at, that are at that brink. I was that entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. I was ready to just give up, throw in the towel and say, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And it was just my wife walking in that one day. And I'm sorry, it gets me emotional sometimes. Mm -hmm. But it was my wife walking in that one day going, don't, please don't give up. Mm -hmm. I know you don't want to live anymore. I know that we've lost everything. I know you feel like a failure as a man. You can't even provide for your wife. And yet in my vows, I told her I would mm -hmm. fight for her. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just like, I don't even have a dollar to give you. Mm -hmm. Here's your can of tuna for the afternoon. That was such a hard yeah. point mm -hmm. in my life. And we had family and we had friends, but I was just broken. Sure. I had attached so much of my mm -hmm. self-worth, which was my, my mistake as a young entrepreneur. But we've done that now as a society, right? right. We've attached our mm -hmm. self-worth to our social media feeds, to our profiles, to our companies. And when those things get attacked, mm -hmm. we feel attacked because mm -hmm. we've attached our self-belief to those it's things. And that's what I realized in me doing my own self-discovery. And it took me years of self-work. And, mm -hmm. and it's nothing you ever achieve, right? right um, yeah, it's yeah not, we're always learning and always growing. We have to continue to work inside and then always, on business and on our Always. Mm -hmm. So I just say for anybody listening, yeah. it starts with you. It starts with you deciding that you've had enough mm -hmm. of the suffering and the pain that you've put yourself in. You're allowing yourself to be addicted to these apps, to these feeds, to the news, to all of this information going in, and only you can filter it out. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Perfect. I want to add one other thing because what, years ago, do you know who Dennis Prager is? Yeah, absolutely. I love Dennis Prager. What do you do? I mean, I just think he's the smartest, most brilliant, neat, kind guy right man. my dream he's, is to smoke a cigar with dennis prager i would smoke a cigar with i would i would i would love oh, to man, do that that'd be amazing um i met him once and i was like a little child going oh right? he's this big dude <laughs> anyway i say this and it's gonna sound a little hokey and i don't really care because his he he has on he's got a talk radio show and he has every week he has what's called the happiness hour mm -hmm. And it was from him that I learned to be intentionally happy. Yeah. And I say that. And I think it's so important because it's still, I'm not always happy. No. I was a little bit sad today. Yep. Um, but I put on Three Little Birds, love Bob, Bob Marley, and it made me happy. And it helps me to get happy. It helps me to, to look at myself, look at what I'm surrounded by closely, you know, amazing people, amazing friends, amazing business mentors, all of these people who are so good and it gives me, well, it makes me happy, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so being intentionally happy, no matter what, creates goodness, creates happiness yes. around you. Yes. If you're not happy, people around you are not going to be happy. You feed off of each other. It's called energy. Yep. And it's the way that it works. So I wanted to put that out there. We are at the end of our time. I want you to talk about how you can be found. How can I be found? 
in a dark alley. No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, uh, you, can, <laughs> you can get a hold of me. My, my social media handles are I am Matt Lowe. Um, that's I am Matt Lowe or foundersatlas.com. Um, my, I'll give my personal email, Matt Lowe at foundersatlas.com for anybody that would like information. Um, we've got tons of resources for those of you that are maybe like, oh, that sounds easier said than done, Matt. Like, I don't even know where to start. That's awesome. Reach out to me. Send me an email. I can help you get started. We have thousands of resources that we give away for free. So I'm not trying to sell you anything. I, know, I will literally give away anything that we have as a resource absolutely free to anybody that wants it. Um, but... We also have, you know, premium programs for entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. um, startup companies. I really love working with entrepreneurs because they are the change makers, right? Their products and their Mm -hmm. services are what help reshape um, the love and happiness that we have in our world. And I am obsessed with lifestyle performance, um, all things. And so um, everything that we're incorporated with is just about improving your life, improving your happiness, improving your joy, um, and improving your freedom, lifestyle, and income. That's what we do. Yeah, it's perfect. So... I love this show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So grateful. Next time we're going to have Matt on and Amy. Yes. That's Um, my beautiful wife. Yeah. She's She's amazing. amazing. (laughs) Um, So you can find me, obviously, Taste Life Nutrition Radio. Um, Everything for me, website, social media is all Taste Life Nutrition. Um, Check it out. You can go to my website. You can fill out a form. It's It's just a quick health assessment. I'll reach out to you personally. We'll talk about it. We'll see, you know, if there are changes that we can make or if we need to go a little bit, a little bit deeper than that. So I would love to chat with you. Um, I hope you all have such an amazing 2021. We have so much to look forward to. Um, work on yourself. We all need to. We all should. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. See you later. Okay. See you.